Well, welcome back, everyone, to After 21. Um, Ria, we're actually in month three of recording episodes. Look at us. I know. What are we talking about today? So today, we're going to be talking about relationships with yourself. I think one thing that we don't really talk about until we're in your early 20s is what a relationship with yourself means and how exactly to develop it. So we're going to dive into it. All right, you guys, without any further ado, let's begin this episode. Hello. Hi, Ria. Hi, Porva. Did we just start a pod? Yeah, dude, I think we did. I'm so excited to get started on today's topic because it's just something we've been looking forward to for a really long time. And the first ever episode today that we're actually going to focus on ourselves. So Ria, why don't you take it away and introduce our audience to the topic for the month and the topic for today's episode? So our topic for the month is actually talking about relationships and what better month than February with upcoming balance. Today, we're actually going to deep dive a little bit more into what a relationship means specifically with yourself. I think oftentimes people think of relationships and only it's like a very one track minded thing, but we forget the most important relationship is, which is the relationship we have with ourselves. I was literally going to say that this is the most important relationship that you need to develop as a person, even before you jump into that relationship, even before you start building a relationship with anybody else. Um, It's so funny that Rhea and I were literally having a heart to heart conversation last night, not any research for this podcast or anything, but just like a catch up call as friends. And we were talking about how you know, we need to accept ourselves better before we expect anything from anybody else. So what better way to kick things off than fresh out of that conversation yesterday? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's something that a lot of us talk a lot about Mm -hmm. in general now that we're all getting older. And I don't know if it's actually symbolic of everybody starting to hit a quarter life crisis. (laughs) Or if it's just something that a lot of us don't realize is important until we get to this age range. It's definitely something I didn't have any insight into until I was in the third year of college or something when I was like 20 it probably dawned on me that I was being extremely hard on myself and I really didn't have a relationship with myself because leading up to then you know when you're in middle school or when you're just in school right when you're with your friends you're told to study well you're told to have a social life you're told to go out and play sports and then you go into college and you're like land your first job you know go through the college experience which is kind of eye-opening for most people and that's where at least for me I discovered that I had a very flawed relationship with myself and and I think over the past couple of years was when I really began to deep dive into the whole self-love, like self-acceptance thing and also helps that the whole industry right now is moving towards you got to yeah. focus on yourself. For sure. I think for me, I didn't, I mean, I always had a relationship with myself, I guess, but I never paid attention to it probably until last year and I wouldn't necessarily say my relationship was like flawed but I don't know if I understood the extent of the relationship Mm -hmm. with myself like I think it took me a while to even like understand and peel off my layers 
Um, which I will say like once I started to actually kind of, I don't know if the right wording is focus on my relationship with myself, but focus on like me, who I was, how I treat myself. Um, it really made me a lot more confident and feel a lot better. I think about myself too. I think that you need to be in love with yourself to a certain extent. Like there are so many pieces to us that you don't sometimes even realize is within you and whether or not they're inside of you, you also need to learn that like, they're just parts of you and you need to fall in love with them and like understand that that's what makes you, you. A lot of times you prep to make others fall in love with you, right? Like you're told from the get-go that you need to behave, at least in my family, right? And I don't know if I can speak for everybody else, but my parents used to be like, Apura, you got to act this way. That auntie's coming. This auntie's coming. Sit with your legs crossed. Like, don't speak your mind out, you know? Don't be so loud. And then as I got older, right? You know, you go to school and school can be a hard place, right? Kids are mean. Um, Kids can bully you, which I got bullied. Um, I didn't have that many friends because what I'd constantly hear from other people is, Purva, you're so loud, you're so boisterous, you know, you're annoying. And then I got to college and I went through the same kind of motions. And so I started chipping off myself to come out as a person that fits into a circle. And like you said, it wasn't until very recently did I discover, oh my gosh, I need to you know, just by pretending to be someone else, you're actually making it harder for yourself to accept yourself. And, you know, in order to fall in love with yourself, you need to accept every bit of yourself, whether that's good or whether that's bad. It's what makes you unique. I think it's also an interesting situation because I don't necessarily think that people know that they're not accepting certain parts of themselves. I think it's like a very subconscious thing. And sometimes you need the right people to also challenge you um, and bring that out. And ironically, as we caught up, this was something we talked about in a a different perspective, but something that I think that has taught me a lot about myself this year was moving to a new city and making a lot of new friends. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting to hear even what my new friends acquaintances whatever it is like what their perceptions were and maybe things that they picked up on that I didn't even realize that I do or I didn't realize that were a part of me and just to hear someone else be like oh this is really cool I like like xyz aspect of you and then realize oh that's an aspect of me and I like that too and just being aware that you like have that almost made me be like wow that's a cool quality that I have I mean it's just one of those things right like for most people you never know anything about yourself until you put yourself in an uncomfortable position so that could be something like if you're a person who's been at home for the longest time and then you move to college and you're alone in your dorm room you know, with this new friend and you're just like clouded with so many people's judgments of you or you're sitting alone with yourself, that's when you're just like, holy crap, you know, this is the first ever time I've spent time with myself and I'm realizing all of these things about myself, you know. Or it could be your situation where you move to a new city altogether and make new friends and you discover pieces of you as you discover them. One of the things we want to highlight through this little bit is that 
you need to sit down and start accepting yourself and begin to fall in love with yourself. There's no right strategy to it. Like Ria said, there's no way you can realize how to fall in love with yourself unless you begin to be conscious of yourself and start taking time. And I think a lot of it starts with just start being conscious about yeah. doing it, whether that's like, you know, sitting down and just thinking about like, what is important to you? What makes you you? Like, what are your wants and your desires and how do you cater to them? I think everybody does it in a very different way. Like, do you go on walks by yourself and think about it? Do you work out? Do you journal? Do you take yourself out on a solo date? I met so many people this year who talked about how much they love going to the movies by themselves. Yeah, And I could I was like, what do you mean you like going to the movies by yourself? <laughs> like, it seems like such a foreign concept to me. But like, for me, I think my like one of the ways I fall in lo love with myself was going through spin classes, which is like the most absurd thing in the world. And it's not it's like when your spin coach or whatever, like the instructor leading the class, like brings you through it. And it's like telling you what you can or cannot do and how you can push yourself. I was like, putting myself in a different situation and learning myself about more, more about myself and like my wants and desires. So I was like, well, this is cool. I know. I mean, she just like perfectly segued into the second bit that we want to talk to you guys about is how do you strike relationships? And like Ria said, spin for context, Ria, how do you explain spin for people who don't know what spin is? It's a high intensity class. Um, a high intensity cycle class. Yeah. 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 With an, an instructor led class. Yeah. So it's just a form of exercise that's extremely, extremely hard and you push yourself and, and, and that's when you recognize how you react to like high pressure, right? That's yeah. one way. It's more even just like it was reacting to high pressure taught me something, but it was like, you're in a situation, you're strenuously beating your body up, but like mentally also you have to be there. And so to like help yourself mentally cope with it, I would put myself into a different situation that maybe would like make my head proud. Like whether it was me going on a hike, whether it was me making some type of achievement in life, like career wise, family wise, whatever, like salary wise, whatever it was that was important to me, or even if it was like a social aspect, I kind of saw it there and I saw myself pushing myself and working towards it and it made me more comfortable and also yeah. fall in love with the idea of whatever I was putting in that place. Yeah, I mean, another thing, this has worked for me right from the get-go and I know a lot of people do this too, but it's journaling. We've already mentioned this before, but journaling is such an effective tool to sit down and understand. If you're a writer, right? Like if you write, if you like writing, you don't have to be a writer. If you like writing, journaling is, is something that I can attest to has got me through years. And you don't even have to do this every single day. You can just, you feel happy or you feel like you need to talk to someone, but nobody's around you, but you have your book in front of you. That can be your friend. You know, you just journal Honestly, things down and yeah. write your feelings more than just like you don't need a book in front of you to do that like I actually a few days ago did it on my phone yep yeah like I'm not your typical everyday journaler I was at one point in time actually like I think there was a point that was like really mentally a little bit tough I went through a situation that very much like broke me and then I had to build myself back up and then I would wake up and journal and go to night yeah. go to sleep and but now it's more of like a when my brain needs to think about it but like go on a walk and just like type 
on your phone, on your notes app. You can pretend like you're writing a text to a friend to like explain the situation. Yeah. Another couple of things we think that works for most people, or at least is a great way to get started is meditation. That's hard. I know a lot of people have said it time and again. Every self-help book said it. Every podcaster said it. Every news article said it, but I think it definitely helps. Um, you don't have to. There's so many apps that on the market that you can get started with. Uh, but meditation for me has been so great just because I've had I'm someone who's extremely frantic with a hundred million thoughts. And um, when I was an athlete, it's helped me when I quit my sport and started transitioning into the real world. It's helped me again. It's just. I think what we're trying to get at is providing you tools that you can experiment with, with which ultimately leads you to chip away some time for yourself. That's the most important part of building a relationship with yourself. Which leads us to like, I think another point of it, which is just, you also want to make sure that you want to treat yourself like you're treating others. I think one of the main things that people often don't think of is you're a lot harder on yourself because you're just like oh it's myself like whatever it's my narrative like I have to push myself I have to do whatever um and really just like keep going but what we forget is we treat everybody else like with such kindness and I feel so I don't want to say hypocritical but it's more of like very very repetitive because I feel like everyone says this and it's so annoying like treat yourself with love and kindness has become like a very out there repetitive situation which I know is just very redundant but I think it's more about like before you do anything is treat yourself like you would treat any other friend because you'll be nicer to your friends and you probably would be to yourself such a good point I mean like no matter how commercial this point has become it's kind of worth reiterating because I mean we as as people are so programmed to be critical on ourselves because that's just how the nature of the game is you know you are nice to everybody around you you're so supportive like I I even like remember so many instances when someone's going through exactly what I'm going through and I say something like you got this like it's it's part of the process Yeah. yeah And then you go back and you're, you're talking to yourself and you're just like, how dare you? You can't even get this done. Like, what the heck? You're so stupid. I can't believe you're not even. Yeah, exactly. it's just it's so because if you ever said it to someone else, they would be like, how dare you talk to me like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's just not even performance related, right? Like being compassionate and empathetic to your body is another part of being nice to yourself. You know, being yeah. you never would tell anybody you're fat or you're you're heavy you know but you tell yourself you look at yourself in the mirror and you're just like you're touching your belly you're touching your arms you're touching every different part of your body and you're like that is extra fat you need to chip it off or if you'd look at your biceps you know and like I'm a lanky piece of shit and I need to bulk up or yeah. you know something like that and it's just it's it's those little things little things that you need to be so uh, self-aware of when you talk to yourself and I think as simple as don't be so critical about yourself because you're stripping away the love and you would never I guess in hindsight ever treat another person in the same way you treat yourself and I think a lot of it goes back to one thing that we've talked about here which is like it's just being conscious about yeah what you're doing to yourself and what your relationship is like with yourself I think the most important 
takeaway if you only have one from this episode is more of like the first step is to even like acknowledge that you have a relationship with yourself. Yeah. Because once you do that, there's a lot more to it. And then I think everything kind of flows into place because you also know yourself best, but like you have to acknowledge the fact that that's the first and foremost relationship in your life. Yeah. And it takes work. It's so easy for us to sit here As like I said at the start of the episode, we were literally being self-judgmental and critical last night about ourselves. And it took each other to remind ourselves that, hey, we got this. We're, We're on this random journey that we are pursuing. And the most important person you're accountable to is yourself. So in that process, if we're going to be harsh to ourselves, we're gonna burn out. And my family, Ria, I'm sure your family says this too, because we're very alike with how we work. But when you push yourself so much and people who you love sees you kind of burn out and burn your personality, they know. They're always just like, you got to take a step back and ask yourself, ask yourself what you're doing. And that's what we kind of urge you guys to as well. Ask yourself how you're feeling. Ask yourself what it is that you are quote unquote lacking ask yourself what is hurting in your body like I would also say that you also like know yourself best so if you're in a situation where you're like that you know what your end goal is you know maybe or maybe you don't know sometimes and you're like I don't know why I'm acting this way or I don't know why I'm putting myself in this situation but sitting down and taking the time for yourself to understand that and like it's the same thing. If your friend is acting out, you would be like, okay, what is going on? Like, let's decode this. And sometimes you just, you gotta be your best friend and decode it for yourself. And then you figure out what's going on and how to help yourself best. Yeah. Um, in sport, actually, they, my coach used to always say, it's a very common, common terminology that people uh, use and say, which is listen to your body. And for us, that interpretation is listen to yourself. You know, anything that you do, listen to yourself. So with that, building a relationship with yourself is something that also we want to emphasize is Mm -hmm. not a huge, big thing. It's something that's super simple and you can intertwine into your everyday lives. And I think the length of this episode is very symbolic of the fact that it's just just so easy. Yeah. To like, just kind of go through and do it. But I know we also talked about a few different topics and really intertwine them together. So we want to actually make sure that the takeaways here are very, very clear. So number one step in building a relationship with yourself is acknowledging that you have a relationship with yourself and falling in love with yourself. And that means falling in love with every single aspect of yourself. And number two is understand your wants, desires, and capabilities. How do you do that? Take a walk, exercise, journal, meditate, go on a hike, Take yourself on dates, whatever it is that facilitates some time that you chip off for yourself, we're game with. And number three, treat yourself like you treat others. Don't be too critical on yourself. You're not your worst critic. You're supposed to be your best friend. So act like your best friend, be your biggest support system and be your own cheerleader so you can cheer yourself on. Oh, yeah. With that, you guys, we just wrapped up episode nine. Oh my gosh, episode nine and the first for season three. So thank you, thank you everybody for your endless support. And um, 
leave us a review on Spotify. That's very important. Uh, we know how we do as a podcast once you guys hit the review button. So thanks so much and make sure to like, share, subscribe everywhere. Bye guys. Okay.